Hi, I'm Jesslyn, and this is my husband, Brian Pearson, and we want to welcome you to the Life Changes channel. I really want to hear what you think. What's your feedback? I have a quick survey available that only takes a couple minutes, and as my way of saying thank you, I'm going to enter your name in a draw, multiple draws for multiple gift cards, just for letting me know your feedback about the magazine, the podcast, the events, and everything that I'm offering. The link is in our show notes. Life comes with many changes. Some are expected, some are unexpected, some positive, some challenging, but you don't have to navigate them alone. There are people who care and want to help. You're in the right place because I'm here to connect you with them. What is your next step? Making choices that involve change can be difficult. Where can you find the resources who have answers for your questions? Our team of experts and professionals can help you make informed decisions with less stress to help you manage these changes in your life easier. You'll also meet people just like you who share their stories to encourage you not to give up. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thank you for joining me today on the Life Changes channel podcast, where we'll cover topics around life changes that you might be facing in your career and education, health, finances, relationships, parenting, aging, real estate, lifestyle, loss, and personal growth. This show started out as a Divorce Magazine Canada podcast, but so much of the content could also apply even if you aren't dealing with a divorce or separation. So now, it's Life Changes channel. There will still be lots of information to support you or someone you care about who is dealing with divorce or separation. I encourage you to go back and meet all the incredible guests in the earlier episodes. There is so much gold there. And hey, did you know we have a YouTube channel, a new Life Changes channel, and free magazines with articles from our team available across much of Alberta, as well as on our website, lifechangesmag.com. We also hold online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome. Check out the links in the show notes and be sure to join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, lifechangesmag.com and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. I'm happy to introduce you to a power couple that I know who are just amazing. They're doing incredible things. Brian and Jessalyn Pearson have transformed their relationship that was stuck. It was full of anxiety. They were on the edge of divorce more than once to one that is loving, fulfilling, and lasting. Working with couples, they share their no BS practical tips, systems, and principles that they've used in their relationship to break the repetitive, unproductive, and stagnant cycles. Brian and Jessalyn know that transforming your relationship will positively impact not only your family, but also your business and your wealth and help you create a life by design. I can't wait for you to meet them. Welcome, both of you, Jessalyn and Brian. I'm really happy to have you on the podcast because what you are developing and creating from your own personal experience is something that my audience can really benefit from. And I am excited to introduce you. So please let us know what has brought you to create what you're creating. I've heard you speak and share this at events. And I just, I want everybody to be able to, to hear the story behind your why. Want to start? Sure. Yeah. 
so we both came from pro uh, good professional uh, careers and uh, eventually we kind of, I think in, in different ways, we got burnt out by those careers. And what we found after we went through a lot of personal development and, and uh, worked on some things outside of our careers, including ourselves and some other businesses was we had couples coming to us and uh, saying, you know, how do you do it? Like you have a real estate portfolio, you, ha you have a business, you had this career, you, you have kids, you have all these things and you, you're somehow holding it all together. And uh, when, when, when enough of those questions came in, we started to think like, how do we do it? And then through a lot of that personal development, that question always came up, like, how do we do it? And in the end, we, uh, we said, you know what, we got to share this information because everybody's asking us. And so we started to work on another business, the, the workshop <laughs> and, our, and our speaking uh, and our speaking material. So that's basically how it all came together was just people started to notice that, uh, you know, we, we seem to be a really um, forward thinking, put together professional couple and, and uh, we just acted on it. Now, I know you've shared publicly that this was not always the case. Mm -hmm. What brought you to where you have figured it out? What was part of your road and your story that has, has led you to be able to manage all of these things in such a beautiful way? So as we've shared uh, publicly before that um, <clears throat> we've been together for 13 years now, married, and we came close to divorce in 2014 and again in 2017. And it was through those hard times where we really started putting ourselves into self-development, both independently and together and bringing ourselves together as a couple and as a family and just figuring out, okay, like, is this where we want to go? What does this look like? And if we're going to make this work, what do we need to do? So we're both happy and we're both getting what we want. And we have a life that we both want to be in and love doing together. So those had to be in some really tough times, some, some struggles mm -hmm. and scary to think that you would get to a point where you're actually can, you know, contemplating divorce and going your separate ways. Yes. Yeah. Especially with two young boys. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What type of self-improvement and, and work did you do? Uh, so primarily we just went to uh, courses, Pro probably uh, not dissimilar, um, longer in format, but, and some, some of the courses we went to were months long. Our, our workshop that we're creating is uh, not that long, <laughs> but uh, the, we just went and did the work and that that's what uh that's what a lot of people i think don't do out there is do the work and for some reason we just knew we had to do the work and when we went to these courses and listened to the speakers and listened to the things that they were teaching us we we actually brought it back into our house and uh yeah we we found that uh other couples who had done the same thing perhaps weren't bringing it back it was kind of just that one one or two or three day transformational experience and then it kind of ends. And I think that was a big uh, success factor for us is that we brought it back and we tried to do at least a little bit of the work every single day. And that's uh, that's kind of what we encourage other couples to do too, is that you, you, can't, you can't let off the steam. You gotta do the work every single day. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a really good point that you make, Brian, because it's tough to come back into the situation 
and now use these new skills and use this new knowledge and practice it. And to do at least some of it daily is yeah. probably very important so that it becomes part of your your home life. And I think it's encouraging that you both went to independent help and also work together because it's really, it's tough if only one person is invested in making some changes. It is. And uh, we definitely experienced that because yeah. I went and did it first and it took me two years to convince him to do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you can imagine one person who's advancing themselves and growing and changing and the other person's not. And they also don't understand what you're going through because they can't. Right. So finally he went and that's when he got the aha and we were able to start to come together to be on the same platform. And then from there, we just started pushing each other. So if one was going to do it, the other would do it or we'd do it together because we understood how hard it is to be a single partner growing and the other one not even understanding. Like you, you can't even share because you know they're just not going to get it. And how do you come together as a couple if you're not both willing? Yeah. Right. And that um, that really undermines the work that you're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it, as she said, she did it uh, two years earlier than I did. Same, the same course. And it was, uh, looking back at it, I didn't know, know when I was inside of those two years. But looking back, we were basically speaking different languages. You know, she was speaking French, I was speaking English. And yeah. it was very hard for... Uh, her to communicate and for me to communicate with her because the the languages were totally different she had she had learned a new language effectively and was trying to communicate using that language and and eventually i learned the same language <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden it was like everything kind of became much more seamless like there was no there was no struggle or there was still struggle of that like as we as we worked and worked on ourselves but but like we were no longer speaking those two different languages so that that basic communication wasn't a struggle anymore we could actually communicate and build instead of like just trying to get to like a ground level where we just hurt each other yeah yeah i think what's really amazing about this too is you become different better people individually as well as a couple so you bring that to your parenting, you bring that to your work, you bring that to your friendships and any relationship that is in your life. And yeah. Yeah. To, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the, our parenting style with the boys changed after that too, Yes. because I think there was a lot of, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, a lack of ownership around what should happen to the boys. Like, you know, you should do the disciplining here and I should do the disciplining there. <laughs> and then once we had that same language and when, once we were kind of on the same page and able to actually work through our issues, the parenting uh, with our boys, with our two kids uh, really changed because now we were both equally responsible for the parenting. And, and there was a lot more, um, there was a lot more ownership on both sides for us to not only take on our own responsibility with the kids, but also you know, bring over things for, that she wanted with the kids and, and vice versa, her, her to take on things that I wanted for the kids. Yeah. And I think one of the things I appreciated about our parenting style coming together is through the, um, the learning that we, we did, I think we both realized that you always can take a step back. And so we also came together in a, in a point where I wasn't afraid to call him out. Like, so if he disciplined in a way that I may not have agreed with, 
I mean, obviously I wouldn't probably do in front of the boys um, because then they'd get take the advantage. Uh, but <laughs> beside like this is, I didn't, I didn't agree with this and here's why, then we could discuss it. And then we'd take it back to the boys or change it for next time. Whereas before, I think it would just be more like, okay, yeah. you just move on with your day and you let it go. And maybe it would fester. Maybe you wouldn't agree. Maybe the boys would see just in, in our, our facial expressions or whatever that hmm, mommy and daddy aren't quite aligned. But to be able to call your partner out if you really don't agree with it. But again, we also believe in if you're going to call something out, come with a solution. <laughs> don't just call it out and let it drop. You got to, you know, you got to be supportive and help the other parent because they may just not have seen what you did. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. You actually answered the question that I was going to ask is how you've seen this in your family and what that has changed. What a beautiful legacy to leave your sons to learn yeah. these skills and to have to, you're actually modeling what you hope that they can do with future relationships and a family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we would have been a lot less supportive of our kids. I um, mean, the questions that they asked us and the thing, and, you know, <laughs> probably got into those things <laughs> like that. If we didn't have that, that uh, development between our uh, ourselves and, and our relationship. Um, and she, she actually said something, you know, how we would take something, away and discuss it and what I've found is that we actually do that a lot less now because things are so open and so transparent yeah. in in the relationship that we kind of we almost don't have to take it away from the kids because they they kind of they they know how it operates and so you you don't have to hide any of the operation of of your relationship or your family with with your uh with in our case with our boys so they they kind of get to see like the actual mechanics of of the relationship working as compared to, you know, I, I remember my parents, I don't remember them ever discussing or talking about anything. It's just kind of, they came to you one day and they had a whole bunch of extra plans. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, as a kid, you didn't really know how that went down. Right. But I don't think our boys can experience a whole lot of that. Um, we, we kind of openly discuss most everything in front of them. And I, I think they get some benefit in just knowing to be more authentic uh, just seeing that, right? It's incredible. Not only more authentic, but learning communication skills and that there doesn't have to be drama. You you can disagree without it being ugly yeah. and you can work through these. And I love that you mentioned, Jessalyn, about having a solution. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm more the, the solutions guy. <laughs> So like I, I generally would would try to fix some some scenario, um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's very important to not just come up with the complaint, but also uh, sometimes the solution is actually just working through it with the the your partner, right? Like you don't have to actually have the fix on in yeah. hand if you if you're coming with a complaint, but there's a willingness to to generate a fix between yeah. the two of you. And you're entering into these discussions now on the same page where you realize that if there is a complaint or a disagreement or maybe some discomfort in what they have seen happen, that you already know there's an opening for working towards a solution. Yes, yes. A safe space where you don't have to worry about offending someone or them taking it wrong. Um, it's just almost like, you get, you get to a space, I think, or at least we did, where you just fully understand your partner has your back, good or bad. And when you can get to that trust level, because it is a trust level, 
then you know you can be open and it's not going to come back at you however it, it may have previously mm-hmm. so what i love with what you have learned you have put so much effort and time into getting to the place where you are now but yeah. you are now creating a way for others to benefit from that and that takes a lot of work to create <laughs> yeah. something like this and to offer that and and just to share the vulnerability of you know, it takes a lot to stand up in front of, well, I saw you in front of uh, 150, 200 people tell us that you had been close to divorce twice in, mm-hmm. in fairly recent history. And, you know, that takes a lot of vulnerability. And But it also adds so much credibility to what you are offering people. Yeah, I, th- I think it's important to not really hide some of those details and make yourself look sort of invincible. Uh, in front of other people. I think that's kind of the natural tendency for humans is to to just really make themselves look strong and always looking good and not and you know never looking bad. But the like you said, it it takes away from the credibility. Um you're you're kind of putting on a mask and then people don't really know what to to think of you. Whereas we we actually lean on on that stuff because we know we've been there. We know what it looks like. We know what the other side of that situation can look like once once you do the work and once you actually get through it so we we really encourage others to to think like hey it might be bad for you right now but like you know do the work get get yourself and your and your partner on the same page and keep and keep that wheel turning and eventually yeah you'll 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 be where you want to be but a lot of people i think get stuck in in uh that that illusion that they, they like nothing's ever going on wrong with their life. And, and I think it just, ta- it takes the power out of, out of some relationships. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, Brian, because I think we do try and put that mask on, but it, we end up fooling ourselves and then we're stuck and, and yeah. we aren't looking for a way to heal because we even have ourselves convinced everything's fine. Now, can you tell us more about this program that you have developed that you're, developing or have developed is it launched ready to go yeah so yeah it's developed i mean obviously as we learn and grow we'll always add to it but our first workshop is in january here in sherd park where we live on the 13th we are also launching our own podcast Mm -hmm. uh, life by design where it is literally the two of us right now at least Mm -hmm. and we're just sharing openly uh different things we've gone through and how to help other couples get through things we're launching that in january as well um, and that is our way of like, we want to give back. So how do we give back, you know, little bits at a time to help people. And then those who are willing to take that step, then we can work with them in the workshop to go through again, different scenarios. We're, we're covering everything from like agreements to responsibility and ownership to choice acceptance. Um, these are some big topics that people, I don't think, appreciate what they are and how much value they can bring to a relationship like something as i'm going to call it simple it wasn't of course we didn't know before it but agreements mm-hmm. right so we have agreements in our relationship everyone does it's just sometimes it's a default as opposed to a choice the agreements you have like you might just have an agreement that your spouse picks up the kids every day but is that just was that default did he just happen to do that or did you actually discuss it and it you're both mutually okay with where that goes and so we have many different agreements but one that we have that i think we both really love is we agreed to always push each other 
So mm -hmm. it's no longer one of us is soaring and the other one's just hanging around because that drags the one who wants to go down. And then you're just, again, not on the same playing field. So now it's like, if we see either one of us kind of sitting, I don't know, uh, just kind of like, meh, we're good. It's like, nope, we've got more to do. There's more in this world to give. There's more to create. There's more for our boys to see. So we just keep pushing each other to constantly grow and uh, move in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like that agreement that she was mentioning basically um, allows for criticism within the relationship, but without, without any kind of negativity around it, right? The, the agreement is, is that I'm responsible for making sure you grow and you're responsible for making sure I grow. And we need to help each other to point out any weaknesses or any gaps that we see in, in the relationship and in ourselves. Whereas I think a lot of relationships just default into D don't tell me how, how I'm wrong because <laughs> I know we we were there we were there at, at a point in the past right um and uh I think that uh, that just kind of shuts down the communication so we sort of more formalize agreements almost like in a in a business structure between our relationships so that they're not just kind of like default agreements and they're not just sort of um there where you kind of know that there's something in the relationship but there's nothing really clear about what what it is and you end up stepping on landmines that you you didn't know were there right now there's a couple reasons i'm going to delve into this a bit and um the landmines you mentioned but also because november is domestic abuse domestic violence awareness month how how would you address what would you say to to that to couples that um maybe have seen some red flags or need to deal with something like that in a relationship i think of course it's going to be dependent on the relationship and and i mean there are just some situations where you you need to get out i mean and and i i i've been there i understand that um, but if it's a relationship where you know it's workable and you're both willing, then you need to speak up and stand up. And I know that's not easy. And I'm saying that from a female's perspective, generally, um, I am grateful that I became, and I say became strong enough to stand up for what I believed in. And if that meant divorce, so be it. I was willing to go down that path at that point. Cause I'd been through enough to go, no, this is my life. I get to choose. Um, and then that's, that's a, it's very scary because you don't know what's on the other side of that. And it could be divorce, but you got to be willing to accept both ends of the equation. So if you do choose to go down a path, you need to be okay with wherever that path goes. And I think so many of us are scared to go down that path that we just live. And then we don't love our life because mm -hmm. it's not where it wants to go. And I find also, I know, cause I mean, I speak with a lot of women cause I, I'm in many different groups of women for empowerment and stuff. And I, you get to a point, or at least I did where I saw, I knew I had a vision, what my family, what my life was like, what my family was like. And I could see things for Brian that he couldn't necessarily see. And I think a lot of women also can see that. And maybe, maybe the husbands as well. Um, but they're too afraid to tell him, too afraid to push him. And I pushed <laughs> and that wasn't always pretty, but we wouldn't be where we are if I wasn't willing to step up over the ledge and go, no, 
this is what I see for you. And while there were struggles, and we definitely share stories of that, we're now at a point that even this year where I said, you know, I think you should try out this. It was a course. It was more specifically for, for men. I said, in, I said, because I see where you're stuck and I don't know how to help you. And he just went, okay. And he signed up. Whereas before it would have been a fight for maybe weeks, months, but we had to grow together to realize that firstly, it's okay for me to speak up. He trusts that I see something he might not. And I'm doing it for a reason. It's not just because I want to fix him. It's like, no, I know you're struggling here. We've talked about it. I don't know how to help you. But I think maybe this can help you or this book or maybe this person having a conversation. And I just don't think we go out on a limb far enough to help the other person or explain ourselves as, as let, let, let your partner know that I'm here for the good of both. I'm not here to put you down and be above you. I'm not here because you're wrong. I'm here because I know there's growth. And I can see it. So to have the, the bravery, I guess, to envision what you're hoping for your life. And if it's not there, then speak up or get out and, you know, be willing to, to take that path and, mm. and know that there's something better that's out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When is your workshop uh, it, you said January? Yeah, yeah. a couple months from now. Okay. Uh, January 13th. 13th. Okay, we'll include that information in the show notes so people can sign up for that. Is it online? No, this one's going to be in person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have an online one uh, we will coming, on, coming online yeah. <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll keep that. Um, I can always update the show notes and go back and, and add that later when you have um, all the registration information. You are actually going to be presenting at one of the online divorce resource groups coming up in January as well, I believe on the 9th. So yeah. if any of the listeners would like to have an opportunity to come on to those, those are free and open to the public, they're, they're online, and that way they can ask you some questions and talk to you and meet you and find out if your course and your material is something that would uh, be a fit for them. And just to learn more about, you know, what you've developed for them. I think it's, um, it's just amazing that you're willing to, to be there for people in that way. It really shows your heart of caring. What a beautiful gift you've created for people out of, out of your own pain and your own growth and healing. It's um, really commendable. And I thank you for, for yeah. doing that on behalf of, of everyone you're going to bless with this. Thank you. Now, what else is coming in the future? Another book, Jessalyn? <laughs> <laughs> um, not yet. <laughs> we want to definitely get our course launched online just because we know <clears throat> there's a need for it and we just can't do it all locally, right? Yeah. And also timing. Not everyone can make uh, our course ideally would be a full three, if not 40 workshop to really get everything out of it. But we know that's not always realistic for couples. Mm -hmm. um, so the one we're doing in January is a day. We're doing a full day. Um, and then, yeah, I'd say keep up with our podcast. We're going to get to uh, on social media a lot more now as well to just start giving out, you know, tips and, and share some tools and techniques we use in our relationship to help us grow and just kind of expand our reach. And then once we launch online, ideally, I don't know, I think at some point we might write a book 
together. <laughs> this person. <laughs> Acknowledging <laughs> it. It's coming. Well, she she has a vision, Brian, for what you're capable of. Yeah. So so one of the things that I that you don't know about uh, being married to an author is that everybody also expects you to be an author. Really? <laughs> Kyle's yeah, that... never had that uh, had that experience. No. Oh, no? Yes. <laughs> yeah. As soon as she became an author, every, everyone was coming to me. It's like, so when are you writing your book? It's like, <laughs> I haven't even thought of a book yet. <laughs> but he will. Yeah. He yeah. will. Yeah. I'm, I'm certain he will. I'm really excited. Congratulations on the new podcast that's coming out. That is going to be just fantastic. And the course that you're launching, you know, this is, it's a passion project when, mm -hmm. when you put your heart and soul into it like that. And, you know, kudos to you for recognizing that it, it's something that could very much benefit people, especially when you actually had other couples ask, you know, yeah. what is your secret? What have you done? And, you know, how do you answer all of that? Like you said, it could literally be a three or four day course. It's not yeah. just a couple sentence answer to people. So it's it's amazing that you've built this for them. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we did have uh, a lady approach us and she was she was one who watched us speak back in uh, October and she actually had she, she was crying. She had tears and she was just thanking us. She said because she finds that when relationships get hard, the first thing they roll to is divorce. Yeah. And she goes you're showing hope that there are other alternatives. It doesn't always have to be divorce. It's almost becoming the norm. That's ah, not working. Let's get divorced. And we're like, well, no, it can work. And here's some tools on how, and we're here to help you. So she was just very thankful that we're coming out with uh, solutions that aren't necessarily divorce or counseling. Cause I know some people aren't keen on direct counseling either, where this is more because we're obviously not counselors, we're more, hey, we've been there, we've done that, let us help you work through it. That's amazing. And I find that too, because I published Divorce Magazine. I'm not condoning, promoting, or encouraging divorce. It's to offer resources exactly like what you are doing to people to give them hope that they aren't alone. If you are looking for resources, there are some that can help you maintain and improve that marriage. And yeah. Brian and Jessalyn, you are are definitely... Uh, epitomizing that so congratulations on all that you've developed and really excited to see what happens in the future with you now on closing mm -hmm. I'd like each of you to say a piece of advice or encouragement that you would give to someone what would be your top uh, you, you you're just meeting them in an elevator or an office and and they have um, some struggles what would you, what would be just a, a quick go-to piece of encouragement or advice that you would offer to somebody? So mine would be to trust your instinct because you, what, no matter what your brain tells you, you know, intrinsically in your heart, in your, your gut, whatever you want to call it, trust it and don't be afraid to follow it. Mm -hmm. For for me, it's, uh, it's reach out and talk to somebody. Uh, uh, I think I think it's maybe a little bit more important for men because men kind of try and solve the the problems all on their own. But I've watched Jessalyn do it, like try to solve the problems on her own until she maybe talked to me or or talked to some of her girlfriends. Um, but too often we we get stuck in our heads and we try to solve those issues and you just go in circles and you you end up going to a sometimes not a very good place because you you're just frustrated that you can't get anywhere. And uh, for me, anytime I've gone there, <laughs> the, 
the the ease that comes out of the situation after I've talked to somebody is, is just like, why did I not do this earlier? Yeah. <laughs> and so that that's my advice to to almost almost anybody I meet is like, who who can you talk to? Who can you bounce ideas off of? Is there anyone who can listen to you properly? Right? Like sometimes sometimes people aren't receptive to listening to you. You just but you got to go out and find somebody that can help you out because chances are you can't do it, do it yourself. Yeah. Wow. That is pure gold. Now, Jessalyn, you're speaking exactly my top advice that I, I love to give is follow your instincts. And I say that, you know, for years, I just absolutely, I love that that was your piece of advice, but Brian, you really surprised me. And I'm so pleased with that. Um, <laughs> no, serious. That, and especially like you say, men do struggle with that but a lot of us do too we think no nope, you know especially if you're um an entrepreneur i might you know identify with that as saying that's tough you you really want to prove yourself you're afraid to ask people for help or as a mom or there's so many places that that fits a lot of people where we just we don't we feel it's a weakness to ask and to speak up and ask for help um yeah. and you know that imposter syndrome comes up and all all of those things so Wow, really pure gold. Thank you both for sharing those those final thoughts of encouragement and um, really appreciated you being here today. Would love to have you back again. And of course, you will be presenting as keynote speakers in our event on January the 9th. I encourage everybody to please um, join us for that. All the links will be in the show notes, all your contact information. And once we know more, we can always add more links so that people can find out you know find your podcast once it's launched listen in to to more of this beautiful advice and caring awesome thank you hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life do you have questions or a suggestion for a topic you want to know more about let me know check the show notes for all the contact information Follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through whatever life changes you're facing. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, lifechangesmag.com. The link is in the show notes. Our disclaimer, Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine and Channel, and Divorce Resource Groups are intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine, and Life Changes Channel, as well as the Divorce Resource Groups, do not constitute endorsements for nor liability for any claims made in the presenting of this information.